0: Galnet News Digest, 19th of April 3308. We read the news so you don't have to. In this week's news, the Sirius Corporation turns on the charm. The Marlinist colonies manager quite but not very good response to their appeal to build new starports. And we report on Dad's taxi to Colonia.
1: Dr Lee Yong-ri. The CEO of Sirius Corporation has invoked the proud history of the Sirius Corporation in an attempt to assuage the fears of Alliance citizens who are subject to protection from Thargoids by the Corporation. But is the history of Sirius really as impressive as he claims? Dr. Lee described to his Alliance audience how Sirius's neutrality in the Battle of Achenar allowed it to mediate peace between the Young Empire and the Federation, He described how Sirius had offered Marlinist refugees a place to establish colonies, diffusing the tension that had been building up between the Empire and the Federation over these refugees. He described how Sirius had hosted the Galactic Summit, conveniently omitting that Simguru Pranav Antal had made an earlier offer to host the event, and he invoked Sirius's greatest invention, the Frameshift Drive, to illustrate how trustworthy is Sirius. Dr. Lee did not describe Sirius's long-standing practice of coercing independent systems to buy Sirius technology, often at gunpoint. He didn't mention the tactics used to try to persuade Engineer Ramtar to release his hybrid Guardian technology blueprints. Tactics that involved intimidation, break-ins and criminal damage to Ramtar's Phoenix base did not mention Sirius's alleged connection with the distribution of recreational onion head gamma strain, or the way the corporation has used its close ties with the Kumo Council and with the Alliance to expand its influence much more widely around the galaxy. Dr. Lee did not describe how it was reportedly the Alliance that reverse engineered Thargoid technology to make the frameshift drive possible with Sirius an undeserving benefactor. The fourth superpower, as Sirius has been called by its detractors, is not the largest mega corporation, but it wields by far the most influence, with its economic and military might. It is an unprincipled and dangerous force, very nearly as powerful as the Alliance. Some might even say that the Sirius Corporation has kept Prime Minister Mahan in power, for their own purposes. Dr. Lee said he understood the concerns of some Alliance citizens, and he hoped history would judge Sirius's honest attempts with the Alliance to defend and preserve humanity. History may well judge Sirius, and history may not find it quite as innocent and wholesome as Dr. Lee would like.
0: When the Marlinist colonies were established, the Sirius Corporation only managed to muster enough support for eight new systems to accommodate the refugees, rather than the ten that had been planned. And as the celebratory campaign to establish six new starports in the Marlinist systems nears its end, history seems to be repeating itself with lacklustre support and a likelihood that the Marlinists will be doing well if they get enough funding for four out of the six. Perhaps it was a mistake to offer paint job rewards to everyone who helps. No matter how little they do, there are bound to be those who deliver one tonne and sit back and wait for their tranquil reward. Of course, those willing to shift more than 5,000 tonnes of the required commodities can double up their rewards to get some lush paint jobs as well. But 5,000 tonnes is an awful lot to transport, isn't it? In other news, the Thargoid presence has been eliminated from Melanges, leaving only Paukumen and HIP 38225 infested with Celestial Starfish. And the last remaining attack station, Tsao Prospect in Lembas, has been fully repaired and will be back online on Thursday.
1: Can you hitchhike across the galaxy by taking a ride in someone else's ship. The adventures of Commander Dirk Hatch and his son, Cargo, suggest that perhaps she can. Commander Hatch Sr. arrived in the Buenel system in Colonia on the 15th of April, at the end of the first leg of the Endurance Expedition. And that's when his son, Commander Cargo Hatch, called up from the bubble and said he'd changed his mind, wanted to come on the expedition after all. Commander Hatch Jr. only possessed one ship, a Sidewinder, that still had its training wheels fitted, so there was no real prospect of him getting to Colonia under his own steam.
0: And thus it was that Commander Dirk Hatch undertook the long journey in his Asp Explorer back to the bubble to collect his son. They'd heard stories of passengers being flung into space during hyperspace jumps, but after some testing and the installation of port-forwarding safety devices teaming up and becoming a passenger in someone else's spaceship turned out to work just fine. There was, however, a mishap. Halfway to Colonia, father and son stopped off near the Cannon Complex to visit some geysers on a very low-gravity world. During the sightseeing expedition, Cargo Hatch stepped onto one of the geysers and, entirely predictably, found himself floating in space. His father attempted to rescue him using his spaceship. The image of his son's face as he bounced off the ship's canopy and floated away into the void will haunt Hatch Sr. for the rest of his life. The overzealous rescue rangers recovered the body of Hatch Jr. and restored it to working order, back where his sidewinder was. In the bubble. So Hatch Sr. had no choice but to turn around and head back once more.
1: The second attempt went well, with no sightseeing and no untoward mishaps, with the pair arriving at Dunker's Rest in Colonia on Monday evening. The pair undertook 364 jumps with cargo riding shotgun in Dirk Hatcher's ship, without cargo being ejected into space even once. So using the miracle of port forwarding, long distance hitchhiking becomes a real possibility although it may be advisable for the passenger to buy a stock Sidewinder at each station they visit, just in case the rescue rangers try kidnapping them. To the best of our knowledge, this is the first time anyone has travelled as a passenger from the Bubble to Colonia. And, to the best of our knowledge, no one has yet managed to hitchhike all the way to Beagle Point. Which sounds like a challenge, doesn't it?